Hello and welcome to Rainbow Notes NYC. Welcome to Rainbow Notes NYC. Special edition mini podcast. Very mini. Very mini and with a special topic. Hi Jules. Hi Gabriel. How's it going? It's it's going. I'm so glad that we have all these listeners <laughs> because today we're going to talk about allyship to the trans community, a topic that is really dear to our hearts. Yes it is. And basically it comes down to how we can shut up and just listen. Yeah, shut up and listen. Farhat Rahman. I'm a non-binary and trans-masculine queer uh, Bangladeshi individual. I identify as a Muslim person. So this is Sasha. I'm the founder and one of the co-directors of Black Trans Media. I use the pronouns he and she and they, and I insist that you mix it up or use my name. So trans allyship, I've been actually struggling with that word for a long time. What does allyship look like is a very treacherous territory, to be honest, because a large part of how society operates is how it disseminates knowledge. And even our knowledge of how trans people experience the world has come from a cisgender gaze. Like the narrative about, you know, black trans people or trans people of color, like it's not something that like we ourselves are necessarily in control of. There are mm -hmm. all these other people who are talking about us, misgendering us, telling our stories about who we were in life or death. The visual image like started as a very violent thing against black bodies, you know, and the lack of control that our communities have had in being able to shape and tell our own stories about who we are and not be a caricature, you know, and then mm -hmm. as trans people as well, like to not just be some joke or some gimmick or some surprise twist in a plot. Those were all the oh, trans yeah. stories I knew growing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were all Jerry Springer, is this a man or is this a woman, some comedy and the, you know, oh, surprise, and, and mostly about trans women. And so Olympia is really central to helping build out that analysis. She's grown up in New York City, she's from Bed-Stuy, and she's someone who's organized around a lot of that violence from nonprofits to street violence to other forms to like actually taking out the camera herself and using the camera to document her own violence. What does it mean to be in control of our image, our work, and our messaging? Initially, it just made me think about taking back a legacy of distortion reminding and rebuilding something that always was and also reclaiming the power that has always lived inside of us but through history has been removed or misinformed so it lands differently on our bodies so it impacts our self-esteem and our confidence so i think with the work that we're doing by shifting and reframing the value of black trans people through the community work that we do through the media the things that we do and the ways that we exist day to day, I think are really powerful because as we got into this conversation, it's about having the power in your hands to direct your message the way in which people consume you. Some concrete ways 
to be an ally would be shut up and listen to when trans people are speaking their truth. That's really the core element of being an ally, just listening. And when trans communities are speaking, hey, we need you to uh, donate to our GoFundMe or like some fundraising platforms. That's primarily one of the concrete ways to support trans communities, especially in the capitalist system, is to give money to transgender communities. And right on, I feel like part of that is like when we think about the systems and the state, right, and what they can do in the organizing in that way, that's a different, that's a strategy. But we started to talk about love as a strategy. Mm -hmm. And love is something that like we actually all either have access to or all really like need and want and deserve access to, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes I go back and forth about love being effective, you know, as mm -hmm. a strategy, but in that way, in that space, like part of why we hold Black Trans Love as Wealth every year is because we have seen it be effective in our own lives. And I think for our own selves, it is part of also like learning to love ourselves. You know, a lot of people like to act like there's more divisiveness in like the LGBT community or communities of color or something. Like we're more divisive than anyone else. But all of us like want to love ourselves. But for those of us who have to navigate these systems and have to feel um, so vulnerable in either trying to love ourselves or love our people, I, we start to also realize there's like actually not a lot of space to love each other. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of space to like work and there's a lot of space to organize. There's a lot of space. Maybe there's even space to express yourself. Like, but this idea of just like loving each other, you know, it just feels, which is funny because you would think as an LGBTQ community, like love is something central to how we've been treated and who we are and how we have to feel about ourselves and other people. And so you, you would almost think we would have found a way to create more spaces to love on each other, you know? But I think in some ways, you know, there's a lot of, like Olympia brought up, like there's a lot of direct need and a, a lot of direct service and yes. things kind of become like almost like a little bit cold. Like Transactional, it's a, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a really great word for it. That's a really great word yeah. for it, which like love can become that too, I guess. And maybe it's not the same thing when it's like that. And so I think yeah. just like bringing that back to our spaces, feeling like that's something we can do with each other and not have to feel shame with all of this. And so it just feels like this is a really important time and moment for us to be building together and connecting, you know, our struggles and our movements and to demand, you know, because I just feel like power will not concede without the demand. to thank Sasha and Olympia and Farhad for um, sharing their incredible knowledge with us and their experiences and for sharing some of the ways in which we can be better allies to the trans community. Of course, the trans experience is varied and multifaceted. Not everybody needs the same thing, but these are just roughly some outlines of how to be a better ally. Shut up and listen to trans community. And we ask our audience, listeners, and everyone who's going to get a hold of this podcast to do the same. Yes, shut up and listen shut up to and trans listen. people. Please check out Black Trans Media on all social media platforms. And also check out Rainbow Notes NYC anywhere you get your podcast and also on social media. All the social medias. Yeah. And leave us a note. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, yeah. And listen to some of our shows. Yeah. Listen to some of our shows. Suggest some topics that you'd like us to cover. And also let us know what your thoughts are on allyship. That's right. And you'll be able to listen to many episodes on there that actually feature 
um, very prominent trans folks who are doing amazing things in the community. Yeah, powerful voices. So thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.